What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Reina, and this is the Mezcla. Don't worry, new people. That just means the mix um, in Spanish. And I'm here on WKU's campus um, at the KBA WKU Radio Talent Institute. So if my audio sounds a little bit different, that's probably why. Um, new environment, different acoustics, a loud air conditioner, slamming doors. All the fun stuff you get in a college dorm is kind of happening in the background, so cut me a little slack because I'm not in my normal recording space. Before I kick off episode five, I kind of want to update you guys on something particular to the last episode I posted that nearly made milk come out of my nose. It just made me cackle and I was grossed out and I was all these feelings at once. My good friend Amber, hey Amber, she sent me this update this morning so you can thank her for this monstrosity. Remember when we talked about that 2000 year old sarcophagus that was finally opened? Well, it was filled with bones and that nasty red liquid that I'm assuming is a mix between human decomposition and waste, but apparently <laughs> Apparently there is now a literal online petition for people to drink the red sarcophagus liquid. I have no idea who started this or why, but not even kidding, over 8,400 people have already signed it. Guys, we are literally lucky enough to not get a curse on us the first time. Drinking human remains is 100% a guarantee that you will be cursed and probably very, very, ill and honestly if that's something you're contemplating that you want to do you probably also need to see some kind of therapist because this is not something we need to ingest it's just not things we need to put in our body but seriously y'all need jesus i should not have to be here convincing anyone to not drink the juice of the dead i'm leaving it at that i have nothing more to contribute because this is outrageous do not drink sarcophagus liquid do not sign that petition guys get it together Anyway, I had to update you guys, but this week on The Mez Club, we're going to talk about a true American hero who is doing... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this type of person is the person who started said petition. I'm going to preface this with, I think Florida is an awesome, wonderful place, and no disrespect, but you guys have some weird things going on down there. Like Florida, all of y'all are savage, and everybody goes like 0 to 100 real quick, and I feel like every week I am hearing some bizarre news story, always pertaining to a quote-unquote... Florida man. Florida men apparently don't have much going on aside from committing strange crimes. There's no real reason as to why it's always Florida, but here we are. Clearly, it's not just one singular Florida man, but definitely I like to picture just one psychotic freewheeling man committing all sorts of weird crimes. Like, oh, it's just old man Jim again up to his usual antics. Well, let's find out what our classy Florida man has been up to lately. The first headline I found reads, Florida man kills his girlfriend with a Bible, tells police that she is the devil. It seems like we're off to a good start, honestly, because it sounds like a very trusting and secure relationship. Homeboy apparently thought there was demons in the room, one of which being his girlfriend, who he was convinced was actually Satan. I don't, you know, I don't really know what's scarier, to be honest. The fact that the man hallucinated a room full of demons or that he committed a murder because of it. Either way, only in Florida would you find someone killing someone else with a Bible. I, I'm not super religious, but I have like this feeling that all of the uber religious people who wrote the Bible did not intend for it to be used as a weapon. Maybe that's just me. Hopefully they get that figured out and sorted up. Next up in the adventures of the Florida man, the headline reads, okay, this one, before I, before I read the headline to you, I honestly, I couldn't even guess what this is about, so I actually had to read the full article. Um, the headline reads, After dropping his pants at Target, 
Florida man tells cops his drugs were blessed by God. I really, I couldn't even begin to guess what the article was about, so I 100% had to read the entire thing. It started with like the Florida man was being really disruptive and acting strange around the target and like knocking over shelves, knocking things down. And when the manager went to respond to it, he saw the man drop his pants and tell another customer to kiss his ass. The man, he already left by the time the police showed up, which isn't really helpful, but you know. We'll get there when we get there. Um, he was found about a mile away though. And when they searched his house, clearly they found a bunch of drugs and drug paraphernalia because I can't think of any other reason you would need to drop your pants in a Target other than if you were hopped up on something. This sounds about right, but when he was asked about the drugs, the man told the police that they were absolutely his and that they had been blessed by God. I mean, I guess on the plus side, like he was straight up about the drugs being his. Continuing the questioning, they asked him what happened at the Target and all he said was this really cryptic nonsense about how his teachers had told him to go destroy the Target. Whatever that may mean, I don't know. Anyway, he was charged with three counts of possession and exposure. boy, Your confidence is truly something to aspire towards, I guess. But, I mean, technically speaking, if there were some kind of entity called God, what if he really did bless these drugs? What if this man is completely telling the truth and we're all just looking at him like he's crazy? For all we know, his actions could be completely justified. I don't know. The next Florida man is a true icon, and honestly, I'm not, I'm not even mad at this one. This NPR headline reads, Florida man admits to drinking in car, but, but not while driving. When he was pulled over by the police, this guy was like noticeably intoxicated and had an open bottle of Jim Beam sitting in the passenger seat. Like, like, here's my friend Jim, he's here too. Well, anyway, he was sure to let the officers know that he was drinking responsibly by only drinking at stop signs and stoplights. So he was saying that it doesn't really count as drinking and driving because he wasn't drinking while the car was in motion. He was just drinking when the car was stopped at lights. As if that any made like any difference to him driving drunk. But he immediately went to jail for obvious reasons. I shouldn't have to explain that. But just the fact that he tried to justify this by drinking only when the car was stopped is hilarious. I'm not as thank as you drunk I am, officer. The important lesson here, kids, don't drink and drive. And drinking in a stopped car still counts as drinking and driving. So don't be that guy because that doesn't absolve you of what you have done. You're still, you're still breaking the law. That's how things work. This next one definitely reminds me of a story we talked about last time on the Mezcla. Remember that woman who was arrested because her spider monkey kept attacking people at the Home Depot? Another Floridian was arrested for car theft with a literal monkey on his back. For some reason, this guy took his monkey on a ride along uh, for a bunch of car thievery and robberies and debauchery. I need to call a timeout real quick. Florida, where are you getting all of these monkeys and why? I've said it before and I say it again, nothing good comes from having a pet monkey. We've all seen Planet of the Apes. There's no, there's no good things that come from pet monkeys. Even though, I mean, I guess in this situation, the monkey wasn't the biggest issue. Since its owner was detained, the monkey now resides at a reserve in Florida until they figure out like a better place for him, maybe free in his own natural habitat. But anyway, the moral of the story, don't steal cars and don't own a monkey for funsies. This next Florida man immediately makes me think of that scene in Anchorman where Will Ferrell is talking to his dog and he's like, I'm not even mad, that's amazing. So apparently this Florida man, wait for it, with no arms, was arrested for stabbing someone on the beach. And honestly, the fact that you can stab someone without the use of your arms is quite impressive, to be honest. 
He was apparently using his feet and a pair of scissors. And I honestly wonder how long he practiced that movement to be able to go out and test this ability in the real world. But it turns out the man like regularly hangs out on the beach and paints portraits um, for tourists using only his feet. And the man tells the police that he stabbed the tourist in self-defense after the tourist allegedly punched him while he was sleeping or laying down or something. A witness, however, claims that this wasn't the case and the tourist asked for directions, which led to the armless man to jump up and stab the man with the scissors. Regardless of what the, of what the real story is, here dear lord you cannot trust anyone do not judge a book by its cover no arms does not mean you cannot stab someone apparently y'all be careful all right because we don't want anybody in florida going around stabbing people speaking of a semi-random attack our next florida man got into trouble with a popular kids cartoon character Apparently, this Florida man attacked another man dressed as a minion from Despicable Me. To be honest, I'd love to punch a minion because those things are the worst things to ever happen to this planet. I do not understand, like, the hype around them because they're just so obnoxious. The minion was okay. He only sustained a few bruises. The fact that somebody had enough rage in them to tackle someone for just wearing the minion costume is both crazy and and vaguely understandable. The moral of the story here, kids, violence isn't the answer, and that's still how you get arrested. I hate minions as much as the next person, but I'm not gonna go attacking and beating the crap out of someone dressed as one, most likely. This last story is honestly probably my favorite because when I first read the headline, I actually cackled like a maniac, and it gets me every time. The headline reads, Florida man chases neighbor with a tractor screaming, run fast! After a property dispute, a man hopped on his tractor and chased his neighbor around seeking justice. Look, I'm no expert, but I'm like 68% sure that that's not supposed to be how you handle conflict, like at all, ever. Like in any job I've ever had in real life, just conflict management is not chasing somebody with the tractor. But he's clearly being charged with aggravated assault, and the fact that he added in the run fat ass is the icing on top of the cake for me. I literally just picture like a redneck man from the deep south chasing his neighbor like, damn you, Cletus, get your leaves off my property. Which, this is the most iconic way I've ever heard anybody settle a dispute in the history of the world. But another moral to the story, kids, don't chase your neighbor with a tractor. No matter how mad you are at them that their leaves are on your property. Basically, the Florida man generally gives us a wonderful news story pretty frequently. This isn't the last update I'm going to give on the adventures of Florida man. These stories have inspired me, really. Really inspired me to live my best life. I've included the links to the original stories in the comments section, so definitely feel free to check them out. And if you have any exciting Florida man headlines yourself, definitely send them my way, because this is not the last we will hear of the Chronicles of the Florida man. I know I read one the other day that was like, man, Florida man rapes and tranquilizes alligators turned out not to be true which is why I didn't include it bummer but honestly sometimes I think like even though it hasn't been caught and reported doesn't mean the Florida man isn't up to these things so everybody keep your eye out for the notorious men of Florida anyway that's all I've got for you guys today thank you so so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Mezcla be sure to tune in next time I'm Elle your Radio Reina and we'll catch up soon